welcome to another episode of the Diary Days podcast with your host, Stu Campbell, and I am your host, Stu Campbell, and it's great to be back for another Friday here. I'm excited for the weekend. Um, I'm in another room recording today. I've decided to do it in the kitchen just because it's a bit sunnier and I don't want to be like sitting in a cupboard. So if it doesn't sound as great audio uh, sound wise, um, forgive me, but I just don't want to be sitting in like a little room. I want to be like in the nice sun, um, enjoying the day, just having a fucking great time because it's going to be a fucking great weekend, you know. Get yourselves out, get yourselves into the parks, whatever, get some air, get some sun, fucking enjoy yourselves and have a great fucking weekend because that is what life's all about. About enjoying yourselves, having a great fucking time. I am feeling very motivated today, guys. Um, I'm feeling extremely motivated, I'm feeling great. Um, you know, I'm not even religious, but I just want to go around telling everyone like, God is great. God bless you. Cause that just, it just sounds right. I don't believe in anything like that, but it just, it just works. That's one thing I, I'm, I'm envious about from religious people is just be around, go around and just say amen at random times and be like, God is good. God is good, brother. I'm like, <laughs> whatever, man, but it is nice. Um, I'm enjoying myself. I'm going to have a few drinks this weekend and I hope you do too. If it's. You know, you're listening on the uh, on Friday um, or, you know, whatever, Saturday, Sunday. Have a fucking drink. Just relax. Enjoy yourself. Because, um, I mean, that's really honestly what you just need to do. Um, kick back and just try and forget about everything that's going on in the world at the moment. Um, with that being said, uh, I was just doing a bit of like Googling. You know, as one does, I was doing a bit of Googling and came across, um, well, I, I'd heard of the guy, Lord Byron, um, but I didn't realize how fucking crazy his life was. He was a really fucking interesting dude, man. Um, so I thought maybe I could give a little little background on, on Lord Byron's life and, and, and let you know how crazy this motherfucker was because he certainly was a very interesting dude. So I'm going to get right into it. Um, I quite enjoy my history and I might from now on like just try and incorporate some historical stuff into my podcast and try to keep it funny. But there's so much fucking fucked up shit that's happened because we as humans are really fucked up, whether that be murdering people, um, stupid actions. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm sorry. There is some guy who's been fucking, what do you call it? Chopping wood outside all fucking day man it's been driving me crazy um yeah so whether it's like humans like from the beginning of time it's even in the fucking bible this was a really religious episode but you know whether that like they've been fucking ridiculous whether that be murdering people um whether that's just doing idiotic things or just like fucking having sex with random things because you know how disgusting humans are um so yeah, I thought, I, I mean, it, it's worth, there's so much fucking potential for hilarious, like hilarity and hilarious things from past people. I'm so sorry about this. Um, that I thought it would be worth mentioning it. So I'm going to get right into the life of Lord Byron. So it says Lord Byron was lucky right from his birth in 1788. So it's pretty long, long time ago. Besides his deformed right foot, he wasn't supposed to inherit the title barony of byron of rochdale by which he's remembered nevertheless by age 10 it was his along with 
vast tracts of land and crazy amounts of money. So from an early age, this guy just got fuck tons of money and you can see where that's going. You see how these fucking celebrities like Justin Bieber is a pretty famous example and all those fucking Disney stars. Um, speaking of which, um, I hate to get into the the topic of, of the Paul brothers, but Jake Paul, huge fight. Um, what's it on? 17th of April against Ben Askren. I'm hoping Ben Askren's fucking hands, Jake Paul's asked him and just, you know, Jake Paul's a master at annoying people and being a fucking asshole, but I don't think he has to try very hard. Um, so I'm really hoping Ben Askren just fucking gives it to him. But you see these kids becoming really rich really young and just becoming fucking douchebags. And that's when you start like rooting against them. So I can see this guy, Lord Byron, getting a lot of money from an early age where that might lead. He took an e- early interest in poetry, which he used as a means to say whatever he wanted without being held accountable. I mean... You see that today, don't we? Nothing much has changed. Byron's work definitely had arrogance. He often treated poetry as an elaborate revenge mechanism. He used it to publicly insult the likes of his fellow poets, Robert Southey and Anne Coleridge, and Whitman, whom he relentlessly mocked as humorless drips who only got published because they paid someone off. Dude, this guy was doing those fucking rap diss tracks even back then, <laughs> man. Do you know how those rappers fucking... I, I've never understood it, but they have a diss track where they just like dedicate a whole song to like fucking ripping this person surely that's just the like you're making this person more well known by mentioning them and this is what this guy did he used fucking write diss tracks man on calling them humorless drips somehow that still works in today's like modern jargon if you will but uh (laughs) who fucking writes diss tracks these days a lot of YouTube and imagine like I spoke of Eminem last week with the um for those of you who didn't listen, it's just everyone lost their minds when Eminem rhymed the word orange. I can't even remember what it was, but he just rhymed it with another word that had nge in it. And that's like not fucking rhyming. So like Eminem just bring out a diss track and calling someone humorous drips. I mean that's kind of that'll kind of work, wouldn't it? Anyways, Lord Byron, often interesting start. So far, he's Jake Paul. It's basically just Jake Paul today. Lord Byron is Jake Paul. Uh, as wild as Byron's uh, work life was, his private life was even wilder. Authorities at the University of Cambridge told Byron that dogs were not allowed in rooms, so Byron adopted a pet bear. Okay, that's pretty baller, to be fair. Um, that's pretty badass. Just like, fuck you guys, I'm getting a bear. Where the fuck would you get bears from? Back then, I, uh, to be fair, I, back then, I think you could just get whatever you want wanted like whenever um no one really gave a shit um were there ever bears in the uk or did they just like kill them all because i know with wolves that there were wolves in the uk um and they just fucking hunted them and murdered them all and that's why there's no wolves here anymore um so yeah this this baller just went and got a pet bear i mean this is very like modern youtuber who wants to be a boxer vibe just saying uh, later, after a few books had made him the Toast of London, I don't know what that is, um, the Toast of London, Byron reconnected with his long-lost half-sister Augusta, whom he, uh, whom he impregnates. So, so far, this guy is rich, uh, disabled. <sighs> I've never wanted to commit murder more than right now.
I get it. I like, I'm usually good with my temper, but sometimes like things just really annoy me. Like people eating loud. I've got that disorder where I just want to fucking slam their heads into the, the table. Um, and right now I'm feeling it with this guy because it's just so constant. Um, so yeah, this guy fucked his sister and impregnated her. That's, that's <laughs> imagine that comes out, man. Jake Paul's sister, like, I don't know if he has a sister, but she just comes out and be like, yeah, Jake, Jake and I have been fucking for years and now I have his child. And you just see like this inbred Paul brother just come out, man. <laughs> he wouldn't be much different, I don't think. I want to be a boxer. Nothing much would change. I mean, he could definitely be a TikTok star. That would fit well. <laughs> Logan Paul's inbred son could be a TikTok star. Fuck people who use TikTok, man. I'm not on TikTok. I mean, I'm sure there's things that are okay on TikTok, but I hate people who just, like, get famous from doing dances. Like, it's just so ridiculous. And it's not even good. Like, they're not even talented. How do you think people who, like, are professional dancers and have, like, actually studied dancing and then there's people who just do, like, a little whoop-woo and then, like, they, like, a million followers instantly. If you're like 18 and you can you can move your your arms properly, you'll have a million followers on TikTok. It's like it's one of the requirements of, of signing up. It's like you'll immediately get a million followers. Even more so if you're Oh my god, man. I don't mind Logan Paul as much anymore. I hate that I'm talking about the Paul brothers so much. I hate it, but they're just everywhere. Um humorous drips. <laughs> That actually fucking works. I'm going to start saying that in my everyday life. Um, fuck, man. It's going to be great. Someone just pisses me off like in a coffee shop or something. I'm going to be like, you're a humorless drip. You know that? And he's going to have like an outcome. How do you how do you say anything back to that? I'm like, oh, why, dude? Why'd you call me? I'm like, you're a humorless drip, bro. What are you going to fucking do? He's like, oh, what? What's a humorless drip? Like, you're a humorless drip, bro. Humorous. You don't know. Drip. Speaking of inbred, Prince Philip is dead. <laughs> oh shit. I can rhyme. Um I I mentioned it in the past podcast, it was the last week, but Ooh, there's been a mixed batch of uh, emotions about Prince Philip dying, but let's get into that after this. Let me carry on reading. So he fucked his sister and he's had a kid with her. Uh, and then he married a rich heiress, but couldn't seem to keep his hands off his sister. So this guy is really into his sister. So the heiress deemed him insane and filed for divorce. That's a way to do it, man. This guy couldn't stop fucking his sister. So she's like, he's crazy, and, and left him. Um, you know, he couldn't stop fucking his sister. He couldn't get off TikTok. Um, he kept making TikToks, just doing dances around in time. So this heiress is like, fuck this, I can't do it. And she left. Um... So that's Lord Byron for you so far. Let me carry on. In 1860s, surrounded by rumors, I mean, those sort of things would spread, wouldn't they? Byron left England for Percy. I don't know how to say Percy by by Shelley, by she Shelley. Um, also a poet. Uh, and he left for his home in Switzerland. He was present while Mary Shelley composed Frankenstein, or he may have been sleeping with her sister in the next room. This guy's a fucking dog man he's fucking everyone any anyone with like a vagina between the legs lord byron's are giving it a go 
even if you're his sister, he doesn't give a fuck. He'll like that dude. I'm on TikTok, so I'm gonna fuck you. And uh, he's going to do it, Lord Byron, the TikTok star. Um, accounts differ. I mean, by the end of that year, Byron moved to Italy, where he taught himself Armenian. I mean, that's a language to learn. And rewrote the Bible with what he thought were better stories. So this guy's quite a renegade. I'd love to see Jake Paul come out and rewrite the Bible. Um, he's like, yeah, dude. And then Jesus told this Irish cunt what to do. Uh, and he, like, Jesus uh, didn't accept Judas for what he did. So he challenged him to a boxing match. So Jesus had a boxing match. Imagine Jesus having a boxing match. You're definitely... What's it, so hilarious seeing boxes. What's the lightest um, fucking weight category? It's like... It's not featherweight. It's like one below it, isn't it? Or is it featherweight? It's hilarious seeing these little guys go. Like, they're just like... boxing uh, that's like my favorite boxing never mind like the heavyweight seeing these like little like five foot guys is boxing is like <laughs> <laughs> so i reckon jesus would have been that because back then they would have been like four foot five and you know jesus had that junkie body because he was so fucking thin six packs and abs um i reckon jesus could have been a good boxer he could have just like conjured up some fucking some magic power you know he'd be knocked out and then suddenly he'd just like start walking again i am the son of god you cannot knock me out in spiritu sancti dominum deum patre and then that guy's boxing he's like what the fuck what are you doing he's like in spiritum sancti and then Jesus strikes him down where he's standing with the giant lightning bolt. That would happen in a boxing match because Jesus is an only child and he, you know he would have been a sore loser because he got everything he wanted. Every, he got all the wooden toys. This is a really religious episode. Also not though because I'm just saying Jesus is the equivalent of youtuber uh where was i uh he learned armenian and we wrote the bible for a bit of stories while living in ravina percy shelley recalled that byron net five peacocks two guinea hens and an egyptian crane roam freely in his home insisting that they were reincarnated souls okay that's interesting man this guy had something for weird animals and it wouldn't surprise me if he was fucking them too fucking a bear Five peacocks, two guinea hens, an Egyptian crane, and then his sister. That makes sense. Byron eventually told, sold his es an estate he held in Scotland and gave the money away in Greece, which was fighting for independence and invited him and his money to come and help. Despite his complete lack of milita military experience, a sudden illness ended his life at 36 before he could see a single battle. However, to this day, Byron and his money are remembered as heroes in Greek revolution. Doesn't take much to be a Greek hero, to be honest. Um... I wouldn't be surprised if you fucked some kids and that's what it takes to be a Greek hero, to be honest. Um, some pedophilia and, and money is what it takes to be a Greek hero, as you can see in most Greek heroes, to be honest. 
Um, and he's one of history's weirdest people. All of the photos of him uh, is him wearing a turban. And this guy is so white and English. <laughs> I started reading notes I'd made before. So I, I started reading... <laughs> Sake. I, I made notes at the bottom of this thing like what I, sh I like skim read it but I didn't want to read all of it because I wanted it to be like kind of a surprise um, so I went on like Wikipedia and didn't, and didn't read the crazy stuff um, so I put notes at the bottom of this and I started reading like the thing so what was I saying yeah so, oh yeah shit so I google if you google photos of him it's all of him wearing a turban and he was white in English and I mean He's definitely cancelled. He'll definitely get cancelled. He could be the pioneer of cultural appropriation, you know. Literally all the photos I see of him is him wearing a turban, and he cannot be wearing a turban. You know, he died of a, a fever, and he's a hero. It just shows how, how weak, you know, how, how it doesn't take much to be a hero in Greece. Honestly, it doesn't. You just need to fuck some kids and have money. You know, that's honestly, <laughs> that's why Greek are in economic struggle at the moment. Because they got weak heroes. <laughs> Isn't it wild how babies used to die all the time? Like back in the day, like one out of four babies lived. But to be fair, people only lived to like 40 anyways. But like, you'd have like 20 kids and like hope that like four of them survive. And that they would help you out and give you enough money. It's hilarious, man. Babies, babies will just die all the time. It's crazy, man. Greece. Greece is an interesting place. You know, I was thinking back to my days of school. Um, and I had a teacher who used to teach me. Osa. Which is like an African language. And... She, like, we walked in, we all walked into the class the first day, and we, like, all noticed straight away that she only had one hand. She still had, like, a bandage around the hand that she was missing. And you know when you're a kid, like, that stuff freaks you out more. Like, when you're, in a, when you're an adult, you can, like, handle the fact that people, you know, have differences. Uh, but, like, she was, <laughs> she was standing in the front of the class. And she'd do this all the time. She'd like swing her like arm without a hand into her other hand and like keep swinging it. And she was like doing it in front of us. And we, she hadn't spoken a word to us and she just kept going like and like slapping it into her other hand. And we're just like all standing there like what the fuck is going on? And she's like straight away before saying her name she's like so I know all of you are thinking and wondering about what is wrong with my hand. Um, so let me just address it straight away. So she went into like this crazy long story and like, <laughs> so this is so weird. So she was in a car accident, but then she started drawing diagrams on on the chalkboard of what her hand looked like when it got severed in the car accident and what it looks like now and how the scarring is. But she didn't show us. She just started drawing like images on the board and we were all sitting there like, what the fuck is going on right now? And then she would... She couldn't, like, she didn't get my name, Campbell. So she just called me Mr. Camel. <laughs> so my name for, like, two years is Mr. Camel. Um, but she'd come, like, so she'd give us work. Maybe sitting, like, writing or whatever. And she'd come up, like, next to you. And she'd just keep swinging her hand. 
and then you just like I'll be writing something on the desk and like try not to look at it. You know, you start doing that like side glance that dogs do when they know they're doing something bad and they want to see if you're looking at them, so they start doing that like sort of side look. And you just start doing that. Make sure you're standing up. Standing over your shoulder. And then finally I'd look and she'd be like, Oh, is there something wrong, Mr. Camel? You're looking at my hat. And be like, No, miss. No, miss. You're just standing there. So I thought you wanted to say something. Like, Oh, no, nothing at all. I'm just standing here. Seeing you do your work. Man, that was, that was freaky. Honestly, I was terrified of her. She was, she was wild. She was fucking wild. You know, um, I realized like people in the third world are probably amazing at yoga. The reason why I say this, like, you ever see photos and stuff of people like third world people, and they're all like doing that that squat but it's like do you know how people like people in the like western world in europe when we squat we like can do it for like maybe 30 seconds i can do it for like 30 seconds tops and then I'm like fuck this hurts and i get have to get up and i have to like stumble over and my bones are all cracking but you see people are like third world country and they squat and they're like ass is almost touching the ground and they just like sit like that and it's comfortable for them i bet they're amazing at yoga man i bet they're fucking amazing at yoga and i don't know how how they do that? How's that comfortable? And how do, why do they do it and we don't? I need to start doing that more, man. I bet they have amazing shits. Like, because they definitely have long drops. I spoke about this last week. That's why. Because I feel like sort of a long drops and stuff, don't they? Just chill there. Chill there, like throwing stones and shit. Might take a shit. That must be amazing. Wipe your ass with banana leaves. I reckon that's comfortable as shit. I'd love to wipe my ass with some banana leaves. It's like toilet paper doesn't work, man. Doesn't matter how many fucking plies you get, it doesn't work. And you get a bidet, but then I don't know, something just bothers me about it. Water, like washing it. Like obviously it's cleaner, but oh, it just feels uncomfortable. I'd, I want some banana leaves, man. I want some banana leaves to wipe my ass. <coughs> I'm gonna start looking on the internet about different options about cleaning clean your asshole after after shit because i honestly reckon banana leaves are the way to go what other leaves could be comfortable i don't know palm leaves are a bit big here <laughs> someone walks in he's got giant palm leaves next to your toilet you're like what the fuck and it's like no toilet paper and you're like just gotta give the palm leaves a go you just have to like place it down on the ground and then like scoot your ass over it like you're your dog on the carpet. <laughs> That's how you clean it. Oh my god. Anyways, guys, um, before the fucking sawing starts up again, I'm gonna end the episode here. Um, I hope you, everyone has a great fucking weekend, man. Um, I haven't checked my emails in a while. I need to do that, but I doubt anyone's fucking emailed. Um, but if you do want to, uh, if you want to ask something, if you just want to send me some shit, some interesting news articles. Uh, drop me an email at uh, diarydayspodcast at gmail.com and follow me on my Instagram 
uh, Stu underscore Campbell underscore. I want to get my Twitter up and running again um, and do that properly. But man, I'm I'm really fucking looking forward to things opening up again soon. It's looking like down in England they've got pubs open again. I think that's happening in like a week, week and a half's time here in Scotland. I'm really fucking excited for things to start opening up again. And I want to really fucking excited for like open mics. I really want to go to an open mic for comedy, give that a go. Even if I end up not enjoying it, I just want to say I tried and gave it my, like my best fucking shot, you know. So that's looking more and more like it's going to be happening uh, soon. So I'm really fucking excited for that. Um, it's been really hard over the past year, man, honestly. But I think I've come out of this just being, you know, like being aware of who I am more. Um, I can't even remember like socializing. It's just wild. I'm, some way I'm like grateful for the, you know, how mentally I've, I've changed because I feel like I have changed a lot and I think I've matured a lot over a year um, because, I mean, there's a lot of self-reflection that one does. Sorry, I'm getting a little deep here, guys. But there's a lot of self-reflection in something like this and, you know, being stuck in, indoors for like a year. And obviously it was, it was really shit, but I'm pretty grateful for where I am in my life now, you know, um, and where I am mentally because I'm feeling great, man. I'm feeling fucking fantastic. Um, and I have struggled. I like really fucking struggle with my mental health and I sought help. And if you're feeling like that, go fucking do it too, because that's the only way to do it. Um, and yeah, guys, just have a great time. And once everything's fucking sorted again, it's going to be fucking fantastic. Um, so yeah, sorry to leave you on a bum of a note there, but have a great fucking weekend. Enjoy the sun message me on whatever and uh i love you all have a great one guys